0: we're learning now it's Pesach Dik. it's all Pesach Dik even though there's is Hametz here this is Pesach Dik Geula that's what that's what the whole seif is about it's Geula we're up to Perk Nun Alif in the Memoram Ayani HaYeshua Yaakov Moshe Perk Nun Aleph Whatever we know now about Hashem is very little compared to what we're going to know about about Him and Hashem when Mashiach comes. Because when Mashiach comes, as v'nigla Hashem, then Hashem's cover will be revealed and that it will become so clear that everything is a locus ro that flesh all flesh will see it will be apparent it will be clear and obvious to the table to the rock to the to the to the tree Al has come of a come to every human being so the same way that that really this world doesn't, in this, in this world now we don't see the erach of Shem of Hashem and because of that the covet of Hashem is not revealed in this world in our lives so too when it comes to Yisrael, when it comes to the true erach of Am Yisrael the true value, the true worth of what a Jew is that it really is only going to be a Mizgala right? That we don't see really. We don't see what a Jew is. We don't see the Erech, Pnimi, of what a Jew is. The same way we don't see Hashem in a clear way. And the covet of Hashem is hidden. So too, the covet of what a Jew is is, is hidden from us. And the true Ghibli of, of Yeshua will only be lost, or will only be in the future ha ha The entire gorlus is a Ha'alama. This, this world, of course, the, the olam is, uh, is is a lashon of helaim, as Chazal themselves taught us. This is a world of hell and vehesta, and the same way that Hashem is is nistar in this world, so too. Every Jew is Kishema Shember, Nikra Lakhab, but it's not seen. In the future, Virol Kishem Hashem Nikul. And it'll be niggla quite Hashem on every Jew will be in the most revealed way. Ukumaicha call Gidul Kita Vitz Vitzamach, Barak, Ahreh Hellem Azriya, Bibetan Ha'adama. The same way that in order for any plant to grow, it's only after there was a complete headling a disappearance of the of the zera of the seed of that plant the thetan in the belly of the earth and everything has a set time for how long it remains hidden how long does it need to incubate until it's able to be fully revealed? So, when it comes to plants, a person can buy tomato seeds or cucumber seeds and so on, and the, the packet will say that with the right care, one can expect the right climate and the right care, one can expect the uh, cucumbers to begin to appear after such and such amount of time. And the tomatoes after such and such amount of time, because everything has a Zaman Kotzev of Kamiyasa B'chayshah, how long it has to be in darkness. I chazal say by Vihimi Keshna, Sayyim Yamim, Yosef is that Kates, Hashem made a Kates, a time and end. How long Yosef Hatzadi would have to be in darkness, which of course is not only about Yosef, it's about each one of us. There's a Kates, there's a man Katsuv. Katsuv is Lashan of Kates. There's a set time that that seed needs to be in the earth. Now the earth is dark and it's cold, and it's a state of hell and behestor, and when you're in that, you, you, you sometimes can't believe that it'll ever end, and you can't believe that any growth will come out of this Helen in Hesta that I'm in. But this is Man Kats. So it's not only like that with plants. It's like that with everything in Rokhnes as well. L'shnei kol gilui yesh no Well for every gilui there must be a hele that's why it's one of the reasons why by, the, by Seder little Pesach which is the which is the gilui of Am Yisrael as Hashem's people Pesach is when we were Mizgala as Hashem's people after we were sitting in the earth in the ervas Arts we were planted in Mitzrayim Revova ket the Navi Hezgal says on us in Mitzrayim that we were like the plant Revova ket ha and there was a zman katsuv how long we had to be in that ervas arts in that, in that dirt in the earth, the dirt of Mitzrayim there was a zman katsuv and then Am Yisrael came out of Mitzrayim So there was a then there was a gilu of of Am Yisrael of Kedushas Yisrael. So that's why one of the reasons why the whole Seder Pesach is in a way of question and answer, which is brought down in the Chubas Arach that's Liyikuvim. He the Chubas well it's a Daraisa, It says in Pesach Yishalcha B'nacham The Chubas Arach takes it literally that Midaraisa one is only outside. In the midst of Sipri says so I am in a way of question and answer not just by saying over a mice but in a way of question and answer as it's formulated in the it has to be a question and answer it's a strange thing therefore Gemara says that even if a person is sitting by himself it's not that he's asking another person He has to ask himself. Because the Indian of question and answer is Helem and Gilui. The question is when the seed is in the earth. And when the tree grows, that's the answer. And the Seder of creation is always such that there's Helem, there's darkness, and then there's light. And there's a time for that incubation. When the question is asked, and the person is thinking and formulating the question and trying to understand and he's thinking and thinking the gili that takes place where the answer is infinitely deeper and sweeter than information that's just thrown at you to be thrown information is not the way that a child grows a child grows with questions and answers. Every one of us grows in such a way, with questions and answers. The question is the time of hell and Hester, when the seed is in the earth, and the gimel, the revelation, is when it grows. But it comes Dafke after the question, the same way that the spring comes Dafke after the after the winter. The winter is the question, and the spring is the answer. The winter is the hell and vehester. It's every The winter is the winter is a time of hell and vehester. It's the question, and the and the spring is the answer to the question. The Isbetser says that the difference between the taste of fruits that you have some fruits and vegetables that they that they're particularly good. You, know, you have to have a mazel. Sometimes you, you'll eat a plum and it's you'll eat a pear and it doesn't have much of a tam, and then. You'll eat another one, and it's so delicious, it has such a rich taste. So the Israelites says that the fruit that was screaming loudest during the Hester, that was crying out most to Hashem during that time of concealment, when it comes into the world, it has the sweetest taste. It tastes better than the one that was just and sitting there. But there was a screaming. where there was a davening. Where there was a, where there was a, an anticipation of an answer, and the wind, and the winter would, the belief that the winter would end. So that fruit that had such a, that had such a chukka, that fruit has a better taste. Now, why is it fruits are not baal That's something else. But there's a chilik and how something tastes, depending upon how it was during the time of Hellam and Hasta the Amunah and Tefillah or was it that a person just was a and just sat there in the winter and died that's what B'yak Misha says before every Gilui there's a helam. there couldn't be a Matan Torah without the Golos of Mitzvah. There couldn't be there, there couldn't be a Bisham Without the helam of Amalek and then the homaisi with Purim, which is the time of Hester, there couldn't be a second Bisham That's how it is. K'vi Erech HaGilui And depending upon the greatness of the Gilui, so will be the thickness of the concealment, the darkness. So for something big like a Mikdesh, there's a big helem before it. What, what What happened to us during the years of 1939 to 1945 was such a helem, we don't yet see clearly what is going to be mezgalah from the helem of the Holocaust. What's the gilui? What's going to be mezgalu, which is which is mashiach There's always, there's always, there's always a, a, a relationship between the darkness, the difficulty of the helim, and then the greatness and the light of the gilu. Miklala helim heim gam. And included in the are all of our failures. A failure is a hell A person that tries, a person tries something, it fails. A person has a marriage that fails. A business that fails. A person fails chalila with our But the failures themselves our parlim as ha as Vat Smicha bring about or give energy and force to the great gidl and tzmicha, the growth that's going to take place afterwards the same way that when the question is a strong question it demands a powerful answer Stam somebody asks you how are you doing so you say, okay, boh but then the person says, no, 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 no you know what I'm asking. And it's about something that you're going through that was very hard in your life. So then the question is a much bigger question, and the helm is much stronger, and it demands an answer that's much more powerful of an answer. So the, the, the question itself gives birth to the answer. So the stronger the question, the, the thicker the concealment, the helm, then the stronger the question the more powerful the more convincing the more compelling is the answer we can't understand that why in order for Mashiach to come there had to be such a thing like the Holocaust That's, the Holocaust is the question and Mashiach is the answer and anybody that tries to answer it without Mashiach is, 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 uh, is making a big mistake there have been people that have tried to, to have an answer to the Holocaust, why it happened. Before Mashiach comes to answer such a thing, there's no answer. The question is too strong a question The only people that think they have an answer are the ones who didn't go through it. There was a big Talmud Chachem who wrote a book before he died. They found it a few years ago. He was, was a big Talmud Chachem. He's a very, very, very fine Jew, a tzaddik of a Jew. And he wrote a book in which he... Had all the answers for why the Holocaust happened, and it's all about how Jews were doing terrible things in Europe, and how they brought the Holocaust upon themselves. And that he left that in manuscript. Unfortunately, some eager student found it in the in the rabbi's uh, box or somewhere. I don't know if that if that chacham wanted it to be published, but unfortunately, it was published. Not only was it published, they put out advertisements in every Jewish magazine and newspaper. They were advertising this this book. It's a horrible, horrible insult to any Jew that went through the Holocaust. A horrible insult to any person with a sensitive soul that, that, that is even the children of Holocaust survivors. A horrible insult. It's a, and it's particularly insulting because it was written by Talmud Chachen. And And Any person who lived through that knows that the question was much stronger than the answer. And to just answer that, every Jew, every man, woman, and child in the Holocaust was being punished because of Zionism or of communism or because of uh, Jews going to theaters in Berlin and uh, having a coffee and a cigarette in Paris... That might be an answer to, to people who never lived through it. But for people who lived through it, it's not, a, it's not an answer to any question. It's an insult. It's an insult. Because the greatness of that question of the Holocaust demands a chash of answer. And the chash of answer is going to be when Mashiach comes. The answer that was, that's given by well-intentioned zealous rabbis who think they know what God's ultimate intention or purpose was in bringing such a thing upon Klaius—that's not that's not the answer to the question if anything it just makes the question more painful it's not an answer because there's always a correlation between the strength of the question and the answer that's demanded by such a question and if you don't know then you just say I don't know which is okay for a person to say i don 't know, but to say "I do know and to and to give an answer to something that 's not the halal an answer it only makes the question that much much more painful, much more difficult. but we see that say the little pace is in a way of question and answer, not just the man shnai mi don 't well, the whole the whole state of pesach is actually so the failures in life which create these questions about ourselves are themselves the questions of the uh, are the at a heim atsman problem the uh, is the motivation to to grow to come in a helam el to be revealed, to, to come up with the answer. Again, you have people when there's a question that they're, they're messiahs. they just give up. If I can't, I can't. There's too much. For me. I can't. And there are different ways of, of there are different ways of not 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 answering the question or just running away. There's some some guys that they just they get questions on a test and they hand in a blank piece of paper. The other guys that they write all kinds of crazy answers. There are different ways that you could fail. There are different ways to fail. There are different ways not to answer the question. Questions on a test. The funniest, the funniest test papers that any teacher will ever mark are the ones we have somebody they wrote like very very funny wrong answers the blank page is not exciting you just turn it over and over and say haval and you you know you write zero or better luck next time or something Whatever. but sometimes you get I I taught in high school many years ago sometimes you get like very creative wrong answers very entertaining and creative wrong answers means that the person like knew something from one or two classes or from two or three pages of notes and regardless of what you were going to ask answered with those answers, doesn't make a difference could be that the test was about China but he only read about Japan so he writes about Japan, what's well, enough community. this is what I know so what, I don't care what you ask so that you have a lot of that school, the test papers that doesn't, there's no enough given what the, what the question was, it's just this is the only thing I, I know so I'm just telling you right now that's the way I felt about this horrible book that the Talmud Chalchem wrote as much as I respect him as a person, a terrible terrible thing you don't know the answer, then stop being creative with the wrong answer. Don't write something that's just insulting. You don't know the answer. There are much bigger people than you that, that live through that. They don't know the answer. No. So if you don't know the answer, then just say you don't know it and hand in a blank paper. Don't get creative with the wrong answer because it can be very hurtful and misleading. It's one thing in school where a teacher can, can get a laugh out of it, but when the test goes home to the parents, it's not funny. you know. It's the same thing with Kajibar, who doesn't like things like that. If you don't know, you just say you don't know. Don't make up some funny answer. It's not, it's not honest. It's not real. Shame Aleph Yud Hay. But you know that Moshe Benny said, What am I going to do? They're going to ask me what your name is. Ma'amala, what am I going to tell them? And same says to Moshe Benny, Go take him out of time." So Moshe Benny says, What am I going to tell them your name is? So the Hashem said, Ekya. Tell them Ekya Tell them Al mm-hmm. Fayyudhay So Chazal say that Al hay that name Murisha himitzata Os, since Al Fayudhay is in the future tense. Ekya means that the that the full redemption and what redemption really means and what it is, that's only going to be revealed in the future. Tell whatever you know about me whatever you know about Gula Hashem is saying that's not it that's not the whole story there's much much more that's going to be in the future and Chazal say in the Zayach Kodesh I am prepared to I am prepared to give birth I am prepared to become to be to be born to be to be, and and prepared for all that is good. Therefore, Moshe asked that when the, when, when Yisrael is going to ask him, "What's your name?" What do I tell them? "Just tell them, I will be sent you." That, what, that there's going to be a redemption now, but that's not really it. So whatever they see, that's only a small piece of what's going to be. Zuya Kavana the amazing the amazing Maism that were told over by Rabba Barachona which we have very deep explanations from the Volnogoyn very deep explanations from Rabbi Nachman at the beginning of Lukato one of these stories is that Rabbi Bachani says that there was going on the ocean in a boat and uh, there's a a wave that came the there was a big wave that came that was going to sink the boat and the wave looked like like there was a, a, a foam uh, a fire on top of the wave, and this wave was going to was going to sink the boat and we hit and we, and we hit the 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 uh, wave with a stick that had engraved on it that 's what it said on the stick. And then the wave subsided. Everything quieted down. Okay, it's a, many, there are many explanations of what that means. But what, is, what does that mean? Hasvina, hisvina's The boat is the boat in which all of Am Yisrael was traveling, it's the Jewish people. And the waters have been very rough throughout time. And the boat is heading towards the shore. And it's the beginning. The beginning of Gula is It's it's the beginning of geula is starting to sparkle, starting to shine. Even as we get close to the shore and the Gula is almost going to take place there's a very powerful Ha'alama concealment Before Mashiach comes there's going to be powerful, powerful waves that are going to threaten the destruction the sinking of the ship of Am Yisr. Before Mashiach comes before Gula, before we reach the shore just before, right when we're getting close to the shore it's going to be a very powerful powerful wave that threatens the ship because there'll be a tainer. because the Jewish people haven't yet done shuva they haven't whitened and purified their sins and this, that top of the wave that's the new, that's a, a fire, it's only white on the top. Like the wave, where you have the white, you know, the foam of the, on top of the wave. It's white on top. And because of this scary wave there are many Jews that don't want to be on that boat. They don't want to be on that boat. They don't want to go on such a boat. They don't want to help to bring others back to the tshubah, to return to Hashem. Melteroson to his Torah, laman halbin laman lhalbin avon esem sheyisrael, in order to help whiten and, and purify the Jews of their sins. Lo shem so you have this tzitzus adenor chivar to There's this fiery foam that's that's white on top, but nobody, but many people don't want to go into that boat. To contend with that and to, and to to contend with the wave at the end of time and to <coughs> and to somehow bring about <laughs> the whitening of the wave to help everybody to come and to come back to be with us in the boat in order to get back to the shore. And therefore you give a clap, you hit with a stick that has engraved on it, Ekyash Ekya. Ekyashekya means you don't you don't want to help this Ship that's in danger. You don't want to be part of helping Jews to do tshuva. You don't want to be part of reaching out, and and you've given up on these Jews to let them drown someplace in the ocean, not on the boat. Because you look at geula, you look at you look at geula as reaching the shore in a very small way. You only see that mitzvah as Schush shul and right now these Jews that are not shomer mitzvahs, they're not they don't have schusim right now to be saved. But that's the incorrect way of looking at Am Yisrael. The correct way of looking at Am Yisrael is Alef He Yud which means that the Jewish people are going to be all of them are going to be pure and holy. Every single Jew is going to return to Hashem. We're also not zoichet now. <inaudible> what's going to be in the future. How we're going to be in the future. How all of these Jews who are not right now doing the right thing. How they're going to be. They're going to be good. and Therefore they also have to be pulled into the boat. We, all, we have to do whatever we can to help them to climb into the boat. Yisrael <inaudible> every single Jew is part of Hashem's army. And no Jew can be left outside of them and when we live this way and we understand this and we reach out to bring everybody into the boat so then the wave calms down then the suffering subsides things get better and we're able to move towards the shore without, without experiencing such terror and pain Perkloon base Shame continues. it continues really. Shame Hagula, he beik me tadmash also has gallows. The Shame Hagula is beiker. Not because of what is now, and not because what's now is worthy of redemption, but mitad mashia also is God's. It's mitad what's going to be mitzvah shem revealed in the future. Kikol, kikol hanamem shebahava yekula. Einam, afilu kamar midlik lumas midli lumas hanamem hanes gavim shalagul. Because whatever there is in the world that is beautiful, that's pleasant, is nothing. It's nothing, not even like a drop in, in a bucket, compared to the Na'omim and the So what's going to be the, the beauty that's going to be revealed with, with Mashiach? Ba'al Kain, cloud K'lau B'Tziyur we're not able to. We're not able to even imagine what's going to be in the future. We're not able to have such seyurim, such such pictures in our minds, in our hearts. We can't imagine. She came and his Because no matter how hard one tries to imagine and to paint in his imagination. The the images of the future redemption. It's only he can only he can only have images that reflect the mitzius that he's familiar with, the mitzius that he knows. You can't paint something that it's not part of your. Reality. You could imagine something and make squiggles and lines, but it's fiction. It's nothing. It doesn't exist. Yes? Yeah. So, so are you just saying that we're supposed to look at all the Jews uh, in a forward way that everyone in the Arctic is going to be... That every what? Everyone in the future is going to be close to the and close to Hashem. Yeah? But at the same time, he's saying that we can't really imagine what the future is going to look like. So how do we make those people even though we can't we can't imagine it even though we can't really imagine it we just know in a general way we could believe that this person is going to be ultimately is going to be a tzaddik and is going to have a tikkun so we try to motivate ourselves by that belief that we have in the future Hashem didn't want us to see it completely the same way he took it away from Yaakov he not to see it Hashem obviously wants us to work very hard towards that when you get the whole picture you stop working that's how people are and that's why the shame the name of Hashem for taking his Adam of Mitzrayim is that he told Moshe Benham, tell them yesh is the name Alef, hey, yud, hey. and that name is in the future tense HaShem HaAsid HaShem HaAsid HaShem HaAsid Kazais This type of a Metziyah Metziyah's Kazais Oid lani'asa. never happened it hasn't happened, I mean, and we haven't seen such a mitzvah. It's all Alephay Yudhay. The Iraq, I see the love of it's only It's only something that is going to be and it's going to come into existence in the future. That's the Alephay Yudhay. You see see my There's only a a, a taste of it but it was not the it was not the full the full that's why we were told we left Mitzrayim that we asked we asked Moshe "What's who is God what's his name and he and he said his name's is aleph that means that after, after this gula we're going to go through a lot of suffering a lot of gullies a lot of sorrows the, the gula of Mitzrayim wasn't the, wasn't the end so the best a person can do is to have a muna and to imagine To imagine the ultimate gula that's going to be in the future, but it's something we can't really paint in our minds because it's not part of our reality. So we just try in a general way right to believe in that. Okay, we'll stop here. I'll see you next time. suffocate. When does it start?